In this segment, the topic is adoption and culture. Specifically, relative to enterprise business transformation, how do we increase the probability of adoption? And what does culture have to do with it? Let's dive in. I'll start by defining some terms and go from there. I discuss transformation in another segment, so for the purpose of this piece, just consider transformation a paradigmatic change from one way of doing business to another. This is not some zephyr of change. It's a hurricane. It's destructive. In the end, many of the old ways of doing business, of thinking about the business, will be relics of the past. In economics, Joseph Schumpeter coined a phrase, creative destruction, which is a concept that might be appropriated for us. This is the destruction that left behind wagon wheels and ice delivery in favor of automobiles and home refrigerators. It's the destruction that left Blockbuster in the wake of Netflix. It's butterflies from caterpillars, instead of faster caterpillars. Transformation isn't just any change. It's significant change, not just some tweaks at the margins. Adoption is getting people to buy into the transformation you've got planned and are creating. But it can't happen unless people use it. Let's dig deeper into adoption in a few minutes. Let's talk about culture. Culture is the character and personality of your organization. It's what makes your business unique and is the sum of its values, traditions, beliefs, interactions, behaviors, and attitudes. Culture creates a disposition. It can be inclusive, or exclusive. It can be grease. An energy that lubricates your business to eliminate friction. Or it can be glue. Something that keeps everything fixed in its place. All corporate cultures fall somewhere on this spectrum. Without delving too deeply into organizational behavior theory, culture embodies the formal expectations, rules, norms, and behaviors, as well as informal adaptations of these. It's not uncommon to have a formal policy that shuns silos, but then have a very siloed organization. If you recognize this, and make eliminating silos a key transformation goal, then you need to do more than rearrange the deck chairs. You can restructure your organization, and that will help to some degree but you need to foster this change by creating an atmosphere of trust and security. Silos are in place for many reasons. Some are intentional. They may even be a regulatory requirement. I worked with a client in the payer-provider space. They were both a payer of insurance and a provider of healthcare services. Hospitals and clinics. It's considered to be a conflict of interest to share patient information between payer and provider, so silos were constructed. Each side of the house had their own network infrastructure, their own data repositories, their own functional units. This arrangement imposed a challenge on having an amicable culture. To be completely transparent, and please excuse the political sidebar. It was set up with a separate but equal mindset. Except, as these policies have a history of operating, one side was the favored child. The other was the proverbial red-headed stepchild. And it doesn't end there. I worked with a major technology company that had seen something like five CEOs in the most recent 10-year span. This company was in the business of creating silos. As I see it, if they could have monetized the silos, it might have been a more lucrative business model. Many companies have this problem to varying extents. But, in general, silos are not good for business. At least, they're not good for the customer experience, or even the employee experience, because they create friction, a topic I discuss in another segment. So, culture creates an atmosphere of sharing or of hoarding, of risk-taking, or of risk aversion, of innovation or of stagnation, of workplace democracy or of fiefdoms, and so on. It should be obvious that a stagnating silent organization is not one conducive to transformation, or even to marginal changes. So there needs to be a plan with activities to till the soil so you can cultivate the bountiful crop you envision.